It's Monday already. It's time for Let's Make It. This week we talk LED arrays. Bob is back and he's going to show us some really cool stuff with the LED array right after this. Brought to you by Ting, the new way everyone is getting their cell service. No overage penalties, great rates, keep what you do not use, no contracts, and someone will actually pick up the phone when you need support. Use our link and get $25 off your first month's service or your new phone. Just go to tech-zen.tv ting to save $25. Hello and welcome to episode 24 of Let's Make It. This is an episode recorded on June 17th. 2013 and it's uh shortly after 9 p.m and this week uh we're going to talk about led arrays and i have bob you can kind of see him in the corner right over here uh actually there's bob right there hello <laughs> so uh before we get started i want to remind you of one thing um Remember that YouTube, we're moving our YouTube channel. So let's the Let's Make It channel that's on YouTube is moving to the single channel of Texan TV, which is youtube.com slash TV. So if you're watching us on the old YouTube uh, channel, just be sure to go over there and subscribe over there. We've actually had uh, we over 300 subscribers already over there. So we're gaining quickly, uh, which is good. So it's 300 subscribers in the last week and a half or so because uh, we had zero about two weeks ago. And uh, that's good. Just keep doing that. Keep moving over there before we um, lose you. Because in uh, another four weeks, we're not going to be on the old channel anymore. So this week, uh, we have Bob back to talk with us about LED arrays. And uh, he has some stuff to show us uh, on his side of the stuff he's created for this week. Okay. Well, uh I started off with the same chip that we used a couple weeks ago, the Maxim 7219. And let me show you the first. This is, here, let me start the sequence over. This is, this is actually the code right out of the, um, the LED control example file. And the only change that we made was to slow down that Arduino, um, but it was actually a very simple, very simple code. Uh, once I had the the circuit figured out, it it worked just fine. And that's actually where it took me a lot of time was to figure out the circuit. So, so we should probably say that you're using a, a bicolor array that's an eight by yes. eight. Yeah, what you're what you're looking at here is a is a is a working circuit and a failed circuit. So this is a bicolor display. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have the green working. Uh, I had to pick a color, so I chose red. Um, and those the chips that the only chip that's actually in use is this seventy two nineteen hiding under this uh, the mass of wires here. Uh, these other six chips that you see on the breadboard, uh, none of them are actually used right here. Um, what they are is two shift registers and a bunch of digital switches. And my idea was that I'd 
use the shift registers and the switches to turn on and off the columns because this is a, a common um, uh, common cathode or common anode, and then they switch the cathodes um, by color. So I was going to use the this extra hardware to switch between the colors. Uh, but what I found out was this chip is so specialized that it was not going to handle uh, two colors. And uh, given the disparity of the forward voltages of these LEDs. So I had visions of making uh, red and green and amber, um, but it failed badly. Uh, what I The spec sheet, the uh, data sheet that I found, which is actually wrong, um, had the forward voltage for the red as about at, at a minimum of 1.6 and I was finding 1.5 on my multimeter and the green was at the maximum of 2.5. So given that disparity, I, it just wasn't going to work. So I left the chips and redid the wires and, and of course, uh, if I wanted to switch this to green, all I would have to do is move these eight wires here to these eight pins up here. Right, and I should probably also say that multiple companies make these um, LED arrays and they're all a little bit different because um, I ordered some from uh, Mauser and got from different manufacturers and the pinouts are a lot different. So definitely yeah, look at the data sheet. <laughs> yeah, and at least you, uh, you, you bought... Uh, uh, you know, you knew what you were buying. I bought this one out of a bin at my local electronics store, and uh, the data sheet that I found was the pin configuration was completely different than the what the data sheet described, given the part number on the back of the matrix. So, um, but and I had to go through pin by pin to figure out where the anodes were, where the cathodes were, where the red and green were. So. Um, it was actually time-consuming and annoying, but, you know, that's what you get for buying a part out of a bin sometimes. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's right. Know, that's, that's the fun of it. So, so um, um, want to go over and look at you, you The code you have is right from the sample, right? Yeah. The, the only change was that I added in a longer delay time in the – there's a function called write Arduino on matrix out of the, out of the example file. And I just added in a one-second delay so we could read things as they scroll across the screen. All right. So this is using the Mac 72 chip, maximum 72, 19? 72.19? 72.19, yep. Okay. So setting up the LED control like we did in the, in the episode 22. Yes. And then there's your delay time. And then you set up the chip. Again, shut down zero means n turn it on, which is seems to me to be backwards. Right, so shut down zero, false turns it on. False is what turns it that on. False turns it on. Right, so it's chip zero, false to turn it on. And then he's setting the intensity to basically 50%. Uh, that's actually, I had to turn it down for the camera. Um, by default, this library actually sets it at eight. So uh 50% duty cycle, so I've got it set it as a 2 just to make it look good on the camera. Okay. And clear the display. Now, this code was written for a 5 by 7 matrix, and you have an uh, 8 by 8, by eight right? Uh, 
this the this is an eight by eight, and the code was written for an eight by eight. Oh, okay. In the uh, the the other demo, I've got funny letters, but okay. And then right there is the only line that I changed was that uh, delay, delay time. time. I changed it to a second. Everything else is right out of the uh, example um, from the library. All right. So these are the characters. So that's where they're creating, and and these are, uh, you're right, these are actually five by seven letters right here. Right. I, I noticed when it's walking through that, the when it's all red, red and starts on the letters, it's only doing a five by seven matrix. The rest of them stay on, so that's why I kind of figured. So, yeah, basically each one of these is a row, correct? Right. All right. So you see they're spelling out Arduino, A-R-D-U-I-N-O. With five and there, bytes apiece. Yeah, and there and there, there's faster ways to program this, um, but they're being very specific to show you exactly how they're how you right. display something to the screen. Which, when you're learning, this is a this is a great way to. This was a very nice, you know, it's a nice example to look at. So here you see they're setting each each row one at a time for the letter A, and they're waiting for the one second. And then they're setting all the letters for the R, all the rows for the R. And wait one second, and they do the same thing for the D, the U, and I, the N, and the O. And then they're basically that, blanking it out, right? Yeah, and then those zeros are just turning off those rows. Right. And okay. I think the way we're looking at it right here, I have rows and columns backwards, but okay in my display because we we're looking we're calling it a row, but it's actually a column on the display. So okay, all right. So here the row is. What are they doing here? Are they blinking something. Uh, this one they're blinking. Um, uh, I see them turning it. Oh, this is the the double dots that are going up and down. So there's an yeah, on, they, off, yeah, on, the and then there's more off. Yeah. Right. So they're flashing dots. Right. And they're doing it by row. So actually, the, I think the part of the code's coming up to do that. All right. So it's going down a little farther, and we're doing the same thing to the columns now. Actually, if you look at the, your display, you see that they, right there is when it's doing. Yeah, wow, this is. Uh, yeah, this is the rows. That that's the rows. That's the columns. Yeah, hang on a second. It, there we go. Yeah, we missed it because I couldn't get the camera to switch. <laughs> All right, we'll go back to the code here and keep walking through. When it comes around again, I'll pop back over there. So, yeah, we're doing the same thing in the columns we did for rows right here. Yeah, that's right. Blinking it off and on. And then this goes and lights up each one one at a time, which is what we're doing right now. So that's what we're right. doing yeah. right now is we're going um, row and then columns. You're right, it's backwards because it's doing columns across and it's actually doing them down instead. Yes. So, which means your letters would be sideways. Right. I, ro I rotated them. Oh, okay. Okay. 
So, yeah, so you see they're going all the rows, then all the columns, and they're basically turning them on one at a time. And then they're going to turn them off, it looks like. Yeah, they they when they go to the next, uh, in the loop function, they go, the next is they go back to the, the right Arduino on the matrix, right, but okay. because they don't because they don't clear the whole display, those right. three columns are are left. Um, yes, yeah, so you see right, right here they're doing the rows, the two dots that are each yeah. row, and then two dots for each column. We walked by before. All right, so what else do we have down here? The right Arduino on matrix. Oh, that's the okay. That's when you're writing on the words on. Okay. Yeah. All right, so that's not a really long program. What is that? Uh, no, it's about uh, 300 it, lines. Yeah, 309. And it and it's a nice, uh, you know, gives you a nice quick feel for how how the chip is laid out and how letters can be displayed onto the screen. So it's it's act, it's a nice example, right? Uh, that comes with this library. All right. And then you want to go ahead and load up your other one real quick. Yeah, let's. Uh, Upload that. It must be loading because everything stopped. Yep. All right. So this is a program you wrote just to show what the capabilities are. Yeah. Yeah, just a few various routines just to, you know, show what it, what it can do. And some of these look a little, they look better when they're run faster. Right, uh, right. But with the camera, we've got to slow it down a little bit. And then I added in letters that were, that are based on a uh, five by seven array. And then the letters that I have are based off of a seven by seven. Okay, so the right one's always and top one's always gonna be blank. Yeah, since we you know since we spent a lot of time with letters and scrolling uh, with this chip a couple weeks ago, I I didn't I didn't redo all of that scrolling text and right. Yeah, this one it's fun to do you know colorful little displays and. And actually this, uh, well, that's, you know, this, the scanning back and forth, I kind of like those, but this is the one I really like, this, this meter effect. Yeah. That was kind of a pain to write, but it, it just looks cool. <laughs> All right, so let's go back over and look through the code. This is, scrolling down here. Now, when we go through the code, you'll see that I'm not finished with the, um, I was working on this this afternoon and this evening, and I'm going to, but I haven't posted the code on GitHub yet, uh, but by the time it's there, um, I'll have all the comments in. Okay. But the, co the code itself is, for, for this demo, is basically done. I, I doubt if I'll add anything to it. All right, so there you're adding all your numbers, zero, 1 through 0. 
then doing the same thing with the letters, colon, dash, underscore, all on, and then checker. And that checker is used uh, for the checkerboard effect that we were looking at a little while. Do you just XOR it? Um, Actually, I'm... I instead of doing an XOR, I did a uh, well. We'll see it. It's it basically I display it one direction and then turn around and display it the other direction. Oh, okay. So because I wanted to show what you could do, you know, writing things one way and then writing things the opposite way. Mm-hmm. All right. Then you smile. I don't think we saw that anywhere, did we? Yeah, I took it out. It's oh. cheesy. Not very good. <laughs> And then space is just a blank. Right. It just blanks the entire display. Okay. And then we go through the same process. We do the shutdown false. Set the intensity to two. Then we clear the display. You see some of his debugging stuff in here. Uh, yeah. I've, I, I've got it commented out here. The Actually, this random function gave me a big headache this afternoon. Yeah, we probably need to do a, a little discussion on random at some point and explain why you got to seed the random. Okay, so here's the uh, loop. So you're going to set letter all on, which means you go all on, right? That's right. So set letters function you, you created. Set le- yes, that's right. To uh, put things out to the display. All right, and you're waiting two seconds and you're clearing the display. And then you do columns effect, which is another function that you wrote. What is it? The hundred? Is that a delay period? Um, yeah, it's uh, how it, like a lot of my other uh, code. It's I try to write very generic functions. So in this case, the it's to repeat the effect twice and uh, delay between iterations a hundred milliseconds. All right. And then we clear the display. And then we do rows effect, which is the other direction. Which is just the other direction. And then we do the meter effect. So it so it's actually it actually changes the screen a hundred times. Oh um, wow! And then and then each screen chain happens every fifty milliseconds. And then there is a it it actually cycles through a, a little more than that because after a hundred times. It has to drop it, you know, drop each column back to zero. So there is a little extra code to 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 turn it all, to, you know, to turn it all off rather than just blanking the whole screen mid display. Okay. And then do the diagonal effect to, uh, back and forth twice. Then we do the box effect and the checkerboard. And then we go through the letters. Well, actually, it looks like you want the numbers first. Go, yeah, go through the numbers first, then the letters. And then the letter. It, what confused me is it set letter, but that's, and then I saw numbers. I go, oh, that's a number. Yeah. Numbers numbers and letters are the array. Set letter is the function. Yeah. Right. I, I've confused myself today, too. <laughs> and then and, this and then one. This, la- this uh, loop inside of a loop is actually a different way of turning on the entire array. Okay. Which I which I just stuck that in there so you could, uh, you know, because you could actually set, this is similar to the, um, uh, to the single. 
Right. This, function, this, this happened, the happened so fast we didn't see it, really. That's right. It looked to us but like a just, single block. Yeah, it displays so fast we don't notice, but I put that in there just to show a different way of turning everything on. Right. All right. And then we come down, and here's your set letter function. And you can see where I don't have my comments finished. That's okay. <laughs> so. so, okay, set letter basically is looping through um, all eight columns. It's going through the eight columns. And the what we previously uh, created for any letter or number, those, uh, those eight uh, binary arrays... Um, just get plugged in right here. So I do set things by column or by row. Okay. Then the box effect. So you, uh, it looks like you have four different looks, basically, and you loop through the loops, loop through the right. different looks. Um, yeah. Uh, and go through the... The four, you know, the you have the outer box, then the next one in, next one in, and then the four, uh, that fourth line. If you look at it real carefully, all of, the only ones that are in there are the four LEDs at the very center. Right. And then it just separates. So four lines of code, and you're controlling the whole, the whole array, the okay. whole matrix. And then that last set letter line right there, mm -hmm. the first the first for loop, um, the the int j that's controlling the number of times you cycle through the whole thing. The first for loop, it's actually displaying all four. Well, the second one, the center is already being displayed. So you so, walk out three times. So basically. I so I so I skip the center and just display the next two. And then let the first for loop display the outer box. Well, when I finish, I have to show that outer box one last time. Okay. And you'll see that same idea. Yeah, right here. Somewhere else. Okay. And there's the box effect. All right, so this is the meter effect. Okay, so here's the meter. So you basically set up an array of number of dots. That's right. Okay. And I could have, you know, I could have transposed all of these and had it go from the other side, the other direction if I wanted to. Right. So, and then you have a random number, so you must be going to generate random numbers eight times. Yes, I've got eight. So for each, uh, what we're looking at is um, for each column, the way, it, the way it appears on the screen, each column gets its own, although I use the set row function because I've got it... Turn sideways? Know, I've, got the, right. I've got it turned sideways. Uh, each column gets its own number, and, and then I have to keep up with an index because I, I need to know where am I in the display, you know, to, to take the number up and down. Right. All right. Now this little while loop right here, this and the reason I had the the debugging code in here, um, this random function, the random eight, should give you a number between zero and seven. That's the way the function works. And if you look further down, um, I use I actually tell it zero to seven. Right, I see uh, that. And but 
for whatever reason, at the beginning of the code, that that random function did not work for me. I would get numbers in the thousands returned to me. So that's why I have that little while loop built in right there is to force it to give me a number that's between zero and seven. Okay. So it's kind of a, <laughs> you know, that's not real good coding and I shouldn't actually have to do it, but that's, that's the, those were the random numbers that I was getting. But then when later on, once it's, uh, once it's set, it worked fine after that. So hmm. I, I'm at a, at this point, I'm at a loss for knowing why it was doing that. Well, if it's a known bug, maybe somewhere. Uh, maybe. Um, so that's why that, that while loop really shouldn't, we shouldn't need it, but I had to put it in anyway. Okay. Because then the logic of the rest of the code wasn't working. Right. Okay, so after you get your random numbers assigned. I get eight of them. Right, you get eight of them. You're looping through. the So, I've, so there's one, the first loop is looping through the number of times that you told it how many cycles to run through. Okay. And then the next for loop is the... Setting the row. The, setting the eight, uh, setting the eight, well, as we see it, the eight columns. But yeah, I'm right. using the set row function. And then it starts off by displaying the index. Well, the index is always going to start at zero. But the number that was generated could be higher. So that's how you're getting the meter effect of it, of watching it go up and down. Gotcha. Because you have to start to zero. And then if you, as long as the, uh, the number, the index is smaller than the actual number generated, you keep uh, adding to the, to the index. And then when the two are the same, then you bring them both back down. And it's just an easy way of... of you know, with just a few lines of code being able to make them look like they're going up and down. Right, right. And then if it's, and then if the random number is back down to zero, then generate a new random number. Okay. And, re and reset the index back to zero. And this makes each of the eight independent from the others. Right, right. Yeah, that's a little complicated, huh? <laughs> It is a little complicated, but it wasn't too bad. And then, of course, the delay duration right there, that's just uh, waiting. Now that you've done all that code in a, in a fraction of a second, um, now wait for the display, um, you know, whatever time that you, that you specified. Right. And then this, this last one, this, then this last bit of code is kind of the same idea it it just takes every index back, back to the bottom to zero, back to zero yeah back back to the bottom in a way that looks natural right and it uses the same duration function okay i really like that one <laughs> <laughs> All right, so well, this I, is like, the... I, I like making displays with random numbers because, <laughs> you know, it makes every, every iteration, it makes it unique, so. All right, so column effects. Um, just what it says, uh, turning on a column and going back and forth across the, 
across the display. And just like before, to get the timing to work out right, uh, that first for loop, I cycle through all eight columns. Um, but then the second for loop, I only, I only cycle through, in, and remember, this is a binary array, so the, the eighth column is actually array index seven. So I skip the seven and go straight to six and, and skip zero because the first array or the first for loop is taking care of that, the index zero and seven. Okay. And then that last little bit of code just displays the last, uh, uh, the last column, you know, so it, so it looks right. Right. So whenever I was watching it go back and forth, it looked like you had two rows on. Is that just a visual effect of it moving? That there must be a visual effect. It's actually one column that goes. So you, you see it as one column. Yes. So um, yeah, let me go. It's almost there. So let me go over to there. See right there. It looks to me. It looks like it's two columns. Well, here I tell you what. Let me. Do you see it? You only see it as one column, right? It is. It is only one column. It's just. It's just yeah. a camera effect, and that's all it is. It's just. A, it's just a camera effect. Well, here. Let's. Let me just. Uh, uh, I'll just cycle through it one time. And I'll change it to 250 milliseconds between cycles. All right, so new code is uploading. Maybe. There it goes. Here we go. That look like one to you? It's no, it still it still looks like two. It's not slow enough. It was better. It was definitely a lot better. So okay, it's well, it's all, it's, just, all, it's all camera effect then. So it's all it's it's camera effect. Okay, I I just set it to uh, to half a second. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that we that because to me like you're doing like you were moving to one then turning one off, moving to one then turning one off. So I wanted to make sure that wasn't the case. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a lot better. You can see it's yeah. only one now, but uh, yeah. you, you still got a little bit of effect when it's trans transitioning, but that's okay. That's this all camera. It's all camera. Yep. Okay. All right. So we're just going down through here. And then the, the rows effect is basically the same thing. So at the bottom here, you're turning on the last row. The last row, right. Okay. And there's the rose effect. Just go in the other direction. Just go in the other, just go in the opposite direction. All right. And really, you're right. I could have done a, um, you know, I could have done this a little more efficiently, but I wanted to show how, how you could cycle back and forth through, right. Right. through the array. It really just more of a coding example than anything. So let's see, set column. So how are you turning these around? Um, there's two, in the second for loop, there's two variables. There's K, which controls the column, but now instead of using K... Oh, I got you. Yeah, I got I you. Use, I use the variable J to... And because it's a checkerboard and eight by eight, the first and the last columns are opposites. Each right, other. right. I see you're doing when you said turn them around, I thought you were writing it as like one is row and one is column or something. Uh, 
No, um, no. Okay. No, just playing uh, tricky array pointers. Yep. All right. And then diagonal. Now, there might be a better way to do this, um, but I haven't figured it out yet. But I did have to set up this uh, diagonal to go all the way across the screen. Okay. Yes, you basically are telling it which, what comes on for each each movement. Right. Okay. And then you're just looping through that when you get down here a little further. Yep. So, okay. And the same thing, and the same thing as before. You know, the the second for loop, you know, takes off the ends. You know, the first right. and last display, and then you display the last one right. at the end. All right. All right, and that's it. And, and that's it. All right. And then we cycle, and then we cycle through the in the main display. You, we're cycling through the letters and. Uh, the numbers. Okay. And just to make sure that uh, we talk about this, you are, um, the the extra chips that are on there are not really being used for anything currently. Yes, that was, uh, that was showing my, my failed circuit. Okay. Yes, want to make sure people understand that they're not, not in use. Yes. All right. That's right. They are, they are not in use. Alrighty. So let's see. Yeah, if I if I want to do both colors, um, and I may go, I may do it if if someone's interested. Um, the 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 way to do it would be to have three shift registers, one controlling the anodes and one controlling the, uh, or, you know, one shift register for red, one shift register for green, and have the appropriate resistors connected. Um, you know, so I can balance out the colors and turn on and off columns, you know, to create the colors. Right. Um, so um, you said this this one has common anodes. Yes. So they're, um, the cathodes are for green and cathodes for red, but they're all using the same anodes? Correct. So you can't really have a red and a green separate. I can't, I can't have, yeah, no, you can't have them separate. Right. So, you, yeah, okay. Well, you, well, you can, you can separate them, but you turn off one or the other. Right, exactly, exactly. If you have both on, then, of course, you've got orange. Right. I think. Yeah, some, some, some form of something orange. Something like <laughs> amber, orange, something like that. Right, right. Okay. So and and that's the and 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 it really comes down to the the advantage of the seventy two nineteen is that you can control a great many effects with the chip very easily. The problem with it is that it doesn't it's not going to control LEDs of different colors when their forward voltages are so so different. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I was trying to think of a way you could still use it, but it's not really it wouldn't be an easy way. I was thinking like if uh, you use two of them with only half of the anodes to drain on each chip. Yeah, if you if you had two of them, uh, you you probably could be able to. Uh, you'd have to do a little coating so you don't so you're not colliding the two at the same time. But 
yeah, you could use two of them in control. Uh, yeah, thinking like it's then, almost like two separate matrices. Right. And then it would be treated as two separate matrices. Right. Well, the chips would see it that way. We as the, you know, the writer of the software, we'd have to be aware of, of what's being turned on when. Right, exactly. So, yeah, a, a different setup. So, the, uh, but this chip, it, just one of them is not going to, is was not going to do a bicolor. Right, right. At least not this bicolor. Right. You know, if it, if it were green and blue, which have basically the same, you know, most cases have the same forward voltage, then, then you could probably get away with, you know, mice. Or, or if each color has own anodes. Correct. Would be another way of doing it. Yep. Then it would be really like having two matrices because then you'd have separate matrices for each. Right. Which I think, I think mine are common anodes too, I'm pretty sure. I think I can check. But I know they're, they're not the same. The, the red and the green are definitely tied together. So, yeah, has the same problem there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that's what we wanted to cover for this week. Let me just go uh, check on my notes just to make sure. So this will all be up on show notes. Um, Bob says he's going to finish commenting that, and we'll stick it out on GitHub, and we'll put all that in the show notes as well. And the first program was actually from the Playground, right? Uh, the, yeah, the, the LED control library that I got from the playground, um, straight out of the playground. And then the, uh, the letters that I used are actually from the playground as well. Okay, great. All right. So I think other than a couple of housekeeping, housekeeping things were pretty much done. Um, you can subscribe to get us automatically. If you're watching us uh, somewhere and you want to get us downloaded all automatically without any worry, uh, you can go to iTunes or any of the favorite to your favorite uh, podcast directories and sign up to get us all automatically. Uh, if you're out there on iTunes, please go out and give us a rating. That definitely helps us out a lot. Um, you can listen to us now on Stitcher uh, as well and uh, a couple other places as well. We also have a Roku app now. You can go out and watch all of our shows on the big screen if you want. Just hook it up to your TV if you have a Roku. Uh, becoming a very popular device. I think we have like 11 or 12,000 downloads of that app now. So that's uh, that's great as well. Um, we do the show live every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Bob's actually, it's 8 p.m. for him because he's in Texas. Yep. So, um, but uh, we'd love to have you come and join us in the uh, chat room and uh, chat with us out there. We do watch the chat room. It's like sitting right here in front of me um, and we can interact with you. If you want to contact us uh, outside of our live show, uh, you can send uh, questions or comments or suggestions for new future shows or anything like that to let's make it at tech-zen.tv. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and we're getting uh, one to two emails a day right now uh, and uh, definitely um, take them to heart. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can call 913-732-3327 and leave us a voicemail. It's a Google Voice voicemail. Uh, so nobody will answer the phone. Don't worry about that part. Nobody's going to scare you or pick up the phone. Uh, but we'd love to get you. And if you have a project you'd like to show us, uh, make a quick video of it on YouTube. Take your phone and record it and upload to YouTube or Vimeo, wherever you put your videos, and send us a link to it. And uh, you may even see that in a future show as well. Um, I think that is pretty much it for this week. Now, uh, we had an email today asking about um, 
LCD thermostat to via Zigbee. And next week, funny as it is, we had uh, LCD thermostat on the schedule for next week. So we're going to do that anyways. So now we'll try to maybe incorporate the Zigbee. We're going to, no promises, but we're going to try to do that uh, for next week. So go ahead and dig back the Zigbee issue we had before. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. I think that's it. I think so. Yep. All right. Well, thanks, Bob. And, Thank you. Uh, we'll see everybody next week. Good night. All right. Bye. For show notes for this show, contacts, and more, go to the techzen.tv website where you can get show notes for all of our shows. We love to hear from our viewers and listeners. We have an email, a Twitter, and a phone number where you can contact us for each show. For details, visit the techzen.tv website and get the show details. You can also make a video and upload it somewhere like YouTube or Vimeo and then just send us a link. You never know, you may see your video in a future show. You can get all of our shows delivered automatically to your favorite device by going to your favorite podcast website like iTunes and subscribing. Each of our shows also has a YouTube channel you can subscribe to to get regular updates. Our shows are also available on most internet radio networks like Stitcher and TuneIn Radio. You can also watch and listen to our shows on Xbox, TiVo, and Roku. You can even find us on your Zoom.